I'm gonna do this dumb thing again. Okay. Should I do a creepier? Do a little more. Because it's Halloween. I don't know. Some weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Nerds, Geeks in the Kitchen. Scream. <laughs> this is a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. Uh, I'm your host. Uh, no, everyone, stop. I'm your host, DK. There's Chris. How's it going? Hi. I'm crying, laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, we have a great guest today. Okay, first of all, was that like supposed to be like Crypt Keeper or the old lady from Poltergeist? It was a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. Crypt Keeper Zelda. I, I, I think you're, you're, you're starting to lean a little Zelda there. <laughs> this house is clean. It's not even close. That's way more the, the, the Crypt Keeper. Anyway. Uh-huh. We have a great guest uh, with us today. He's got the same name as what I got. So it'll be easy to remember. Dustin is what I got. <laughs> you, so you can remember that. <laughs> okay. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How is it going? It's good to be back. It's so good to have you back, man. I've been, I've been really looking forward to this. Oh, I have too. Yeah. Right. I've been listening to the episodes since I've been out. Well, I was listening to the episodes before, but... Yeah, it's just got me jacked up to be back. Now you're paying attention. Yes. <laughs> you uh, you brought us some delicious uh, High West whiskey. Mm. Whiskey. And that's a double rye. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're using our Tony Stark glasses. Yeah, as you can hear it. Mm. That whiskey is singing. <laughs> that's singing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a sip here. A little ASMR. You said it like, like we're like French, like ASMR. <laughs> well, I was holding my pinky out when I was drinking ASMR, <laughs> and we got Reese's pumpkins. Here oh yeah, too. Reese's pumpkins. Those You're aren't the... those can't sit there for much longer. No, no, <laughs> probably not going to. No, good. Soon they they're gonna be in me. <laughs> got really quiet when yeah. you said that. Okay, well. uh... Dustin, uh, it's it's a delight to have you back. I'm glad you're here. We're we're celebrating. We're in full swing of the spooky month. Yes, that's October, and that's where we are. That uh, is where we great are. month for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. The weather's finally getting so perfect. You 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 said you had an experience kind of on the way over. Well, I was yeah, I was I was telling Dustin on the, on the well, actually, ever since I woke up this morning, it's like it's all been mood setting because I had a bowl of blueberry cereal <laughs> and. When I made the drive over here, there was some pretty thick fog on the highway. Thick with two C's. Yeah, double <laughs> thick. <laughs> but it was real, real mood setting because yeah, I think on fr- it was Friday. I rode my bike into work. I couldn't see like fifty feet in front of me. I'm like, maybe, maybe this wasn't real intelligent. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I was like, man, this is uh, kind of hyping me up to be here again. So again, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, really looking forward to today's awesome to discussion and. Oh yes, oh yes. This, this month is just uh, I love it. Have you have you watched any horror movies as of yet this month? I got two in last night. Uh, let's see, Christine was on. So good. That was that was awesome. That's a good one. And immediately after, same same channel was the original Omen. Yes, the original Omen is amazing. Yes. The, when I first saw it, like it really like really spooked me. Yeah, and I. It's something about 
it's that like seventies. Um, it's I think a big part of it is the sound and the music, right? And some of like the sudden, like jumpy things that happen. Yeah, it really and like just the mood, like the scene in the in the cemetery is so moody and you know there's those those dogs around and they're growling and it's well you know the thing is is like a lot of those 70s horror movies they had amazing camera work yes you know say the cinematography yeah i mean and that almost lends part of the the terror of it because you kind of are thrown back and forth a lot of times and then they do a Drastic close up on us. Yeah, like they get around. That's what I mean. Yeah, those yeah. creeped me out. Yeah, yeah, when I was a kid, for that, sure. That quick. And then you have that, in. that that chorus singing uh, in the yes. background. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know every word. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Uh, I saw I saw the band Cradle of Filth live, uh, and they played that as their intro. Really? And they came out on the stage. <laughs> yeah. Very <laughs> it was, Halloween. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and well, and Christine, you saw. I saw that the drive-in recently, and uh, mm, yeah. it holds up so well. Yeah, those effects on the on like the car crunch, it's incredible. Yeah, the, the car just regenerates itself, and I'm like, man, this is awesome. <sighs> well, even when I was a kid, it was even more so. You know, like that car is building itself back together. How do you rebuild a headlight? Maybe Transformers are real. Yeah, Optimus Prime. <laughs> But I mean, that Christine. just kind of brings Mr. back the. the, the so, oh, no. <laughs> oh, geez. Well. Yes. No, right on, I think. That's a bullseye. No, I know, I know. That is a bullseye. Um, no, but it just brings back the, you know, the testament of superiority of practical effects. We know it. Yeah, we, this I is mean, something else I want to bring up today because one of the movies we're going to talk about. Practical effects do it for me personally better than the jump scares and cgi that's going on now because i yeah. think it takes away the raw more true to life aspect of what can scare you yeah I agree. so like we watched uh, the curse of la, la llorona right yeah and it had such like just a disappointing bad cg yeah, like right. faces and stuff popping out at you that were so unfortunate it's so bad. Like, another really good example is Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. The first Nightmare on Elm Street has incredible practical effects. Mm. I mean, some of them are a little cheesy and dated, but but really they work. Yeah. Uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, has it recreates some of the exact same scares, like, but using CG, and, and they are infinitely has, worse. Has none of like the Like, the face the stretching bang. through the wall over right. her back. Like, it just looks garbage in the remake. Yeah. It's so bad. When you're talking the big four, and by big four, I mean the slasher film villains you're talking freddy jason michael and leatherface those are my big four mm-hmm. i know it probably you can go off on a tangent what no name, chucky name 18 <laughs> of them but Pinhead. the original nightmare on elm street i think was the creepiest first movie of all of them i mean leatherface was i mean the original texas chainsaw was terrifying terrifying in a great realistic way as far as yeah. scare factor yeah i thought nightmare on elm street was just the way it the way it should be. Where else are you gonna get? Hey Tina, <laughs> this is God. This is God. I, that is my. I think that's my catchphrase. Hey Tina, not this is God. <laughs> Tina, only when I'm at church. Uh, oh, I thought you were gonna say only when you were in bed. But whoa, <laughs> hey Tina, <laughs> watch this. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> There is nothing scarier, though, really, than uh, stretchy arm uh, 
Freddy Krueger. And there was nothing less scary than thinking about the way they did it, which was to have these grips on either side of him with fishing poles holding up the arms. <laughs> I know. So practical. Yeah. <laughs> but as but the thing is, is as over the top and, and crazy as that looked, how many people looked down the alley yeah. And just had that night, you know, that that kind of that terror of seeing that long arms coming down. It's that, a real nightmare yeah. that you're seeing with your eyes while you're awake. It's <laughs> yeah, terrifying. I know, I know. Well, how many times have you been like in a city or something and you look down a, you know, an alley or something like that? That's almost reminiscent of that movie and you're just like, yeah, Kruger could be down there. Kruger's there. Right. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, and uh, I, we went to the drive-in last. We, let, me, let me take that again. Never the camera. Uh, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we went to the drive-in last night to see Halloween, yes. the original, the OG, mm-hmm. and uh, it was such a good. The weather was guys perfect. It was oh, so it was. perfect, it was and we so were in a convertible. Was. Not to brag. Haunting <laughs> 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 uh, hall. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the weather was. Inc- it, I can't even tell you how good it was. It was so good. And um, I was walking around beforehand, and mm-hmm. there was a guy who had a Michael Myers full dummy <laughs> set up. I saw the picture. And he, he brought a little light for it and everything. <laughs> and people were just walking up like, can I take a picture of your Michael Myers? And he's like, come on. And I was talking to him, and he's like. Was it Dizzy Gillespie? It might, it might, it might have been. <laughs> it was dark. I'm not sure. Yeah. And I said, can I have a picture of your Michael Myers? It's so good. It's one of my all-time favorites. And. He was he was a bit older. Like I, I would probably put him in his late sixties. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, you." He's like, uh, "He's like, you a big fan of these?" And I'm like, "Oh, I love these. You know, Halloween's one of my all time favorites." He's like, "You ever seen Motel Hell?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, man, I love Motel Hell." And then he spent the next five minutes on his phone trying to get to Facebook so he could show me photos of his last year Halloween decorations where he put people's heads in his yard. Like oh my god, Motel Hell! But he That's he, awesome. he finally found them, and yeah, well, it, was, you know. it was worth the wait. So good job to that man. Didn't get his name. Oh, but hell of a guy. His wife was just in like the back of the truck, just like smiling and just like ignoring everything. Right. <laughs> She's just like, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. It's, it's all good. So they, they also played the original Universal Frankenstein last night too, right? No, it's tonight. Oh, it's tonight. It's yes. tonight. Okay. How awesome is that? It's so good. And then next weekend is their last weekend they're going to be open, right? Right. Uh, yeah. And they're doing, yeah. is it Nightmare Night, Before Christmas? Nightmare Before Christmas for two nights. Right. Is that it? Is that what they end with? Yeah, that's what they're in. I thought they were doing the, the Creature or something like that. Mm. I think that, did they already play that? I thought that already got played. Yeah, because this, no, was it the 16th or the, whatever that is? That's going to be the last from the year. Yeah, that'll be next. That's next. That's next weekend. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, anyway, but seeing those old movies at the drive-in is just, like, right. just a treat. And I talked about it a lot on here, but if you ever get the chance, anyone listening, please go. Do, do yourself a flavor. It's so good. They're yeah. doing great. They're doing good stuff out there. The Lord's work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you know the thing is, is with the the lack of theaters being open, you know, drive-ins that are still open have been getting a little more popularity. You yeah. know, and they did have some. Usually, they're about two or three months behind when it comes to new movies. They did have some. New this releases. year, they had you know, Tenet was out there. Uh, new mm-hmm. Mutants was out there. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's about the only. They should have changed the name. It took them so long. They should have changed the name to Old Mutants. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) middle aged. (laughs) Charles, never mind. (laughs) We off mic shenanigans. Yeah, X Men. We love it. 
you know, X-Men is kind of a body horror film. Have we talked about that on here? I, I mean, we've kind of brushed over I it. I showed it to my it. child, who at the time was like maybe four or five. Because I'm like, oh, X-Men, she's going to love it. And she's like, <laughs> like, like maybe half hour in, she's like, Dad, this movie is gross. <laughs> and I was like, hey, it is kind of gross, the isn't whole it? Senator, uh, the senator is turning into liquid. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. The jellyfish, him walking out of the... Yeah. And, and some of the... So there was one other thing too and I was like oh wow yeah this movie is a little bit gross <laughs> whatever I loved it I think she's gonna love it when she's older we are the future Charles <laughs> that was actually a pretty good Ian McKellen thank you hmm. thank you I'm waiting for the you shall not pass coming out when I'm here. it'll happen <laughs> I know a little bit more of this whiskey <laughs> we'll see Chris you watched any movies lately um I went back and I watched both of the old and new version of Pet Cemetery. did you okay I did Okay. Well, and that's our discussion for later. So what, yes. should we leave that? I will leave it for leave that. it alone. We'll you can give me that. some broad feelings yeah, about just it now. Some broad, I mean, yeah. What did you think? I mean, I think the new one held up. Still not as quite as good as the classic. I had a lot of issues with the new one, but we'll talk. We'll, I mean, ta- we'll talk yeah, about we'll that. We'll talk about it. I th- I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that it was better yeah. than the original, mm-hmm. but it it had its moments that were sure, pretty good. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. So we'll leave it at that until later. What's your favorite Stephen King adaptation like to to film? Honestly, N- no. Tell me a lie, Chris. <laughs> lie to me. <laughs> the Tommy Knockers. No. Oh my god. <laughs> I was lying. That's the lie. <laughs> yes. No. Actually, Stand by Me. Is it? It is. It really is. You know, because it's from the from the what was it? The Tale of Four Seasons. I forget. It which was one the bo- it, yeah. the name of the short story was the body. Yeah. Because it, it was split up into four four short stories. Mm-hmm. Good movie. I thought it was about Jesse Ventura. I was wrong. Wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one you just guys want to see a dead body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, uh, I'm the governor. I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. do that. I'm screwed. <laughs> Step into the ring. What's that movie he's in? Um, Predator. Predator. Well, no, 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 not Predator. No, 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 no. That's the good one. He's in some. Uh, I got time to breathe. He's in Abraxas. This movie's called Abraxas. Have you seen Abraxas? Uh, no. uh, he has to fight his brother Secundus. Uh, it's not a good movie. It, it just by the title, it sounds yeah. like it. He's he's like an alien. It's it's almost it's like a lot like. I don't know if it's a lot like it, but it has a similar story to uh, the Hulk Hogan movie, Suburban Commando. Oh, my God. They should have done a spinoff that had Ace Ventura with Jesse the Body Ventura. That's, I mean, I would really watch that. <laughs> I really would Ace watch Ventura it. Ace Ventura 3? Yeah. <laughs> Is it only a matter of time before that comes back around? Like, are we? do you think we'll get another Ace Ventura? God, I hope not. Do you think we need one? No. Do you think we need Borat 2? No. more Less than we need Ace Ventura 3. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna watch it though. Borat. Yeah, that's the thing though. Borat is one of those things that became so annoying to me. People just never stopped going. My wife, you know, all that stuff, saying right. all those weird things he said. What a lot of people like didn't get the satire of it, no. and that really is uh, concerning. Yeah. So almost more than ever, we do need like a, a dumb thing like that. But at the same time, I'm well, just, it was like, like rolling my eyes yeah. already. It was almost like the president. Was like release the documentary when Tiger King came out. That was the right time to yeah. do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, this this is the time. Yeah, I guess. 
That was that this year. It's been yeah, so. It was yeah. this year. It was early, early in the year. It was year. like March or April. I yeah, it was I right can't. about the time that everything started shutting down. Yeah. We watched like the first episode and we, we just didn't get into it. I mean, talk about a shit show on wheels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just rewatched um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. That's the one with this, uh, like, where it's like Jason versus Carrie, basically. Yeah. The psychic girl. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. like that one a lot. I, I know some people don't like that one, but I really like that one. I, I like that one. I haven't seen that in a long time, but yeah. I, I mean, that was one of my, I would say, in the top three. It's in of there them. for me. Yeah. I, it's probably in the, it's at least in the top five. Yeah, for sure. You know, when I th- when I think of the Jason movies, one of the ones that always stands out the most is Jason Lives. Yeah. I think it's the beginning scene where that guy doesn't believe he's dead. It's part six. It's part six, yeah. right? And he gets struck by lightning. Yes. That's Tommy Jarvis, yeah. Right. I know it's not the best one, but for some reason, no. that, that one always is at Dustin, the forefront. Dustin, that's my favorite one. Is it That's your favorite? my favorite uh, well, Friday the 13th. It's yeah. my favorite, too. Yeah. That movie, it is like it is like still a horror movie, but it, it also has a little bit more of like an adventure feel, mm-hmm. and it's a little wackier yeah. in some ways. Uh, I like it. It feels like it could be part of the, like, the Evil Dead Army of Darkness universe to me. I really, li- I really like that one. No, yeah. which, which one... Which Friday the Thirteenth was it where he had the girl in the sleeping bag and just well he whacked her up against a tree in the sleeping bag. Well, he does that in the remake, but he does do that in Seven. Yeah, but he I, that's not the only one. He does. No. Oh, he, he does it. In th- is it three or two? Is it two? two? It's, it's two. part two. The first time he does that is part two. I mean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he puts her in there and just gives her one good whack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it part two? Oh boy! I think it is. I don't know. I'm, the I'm, one I remember, he had a mask. He had the full mask. On. Okay, it wasn't the the potato sack. The baghead. I really <laughs> like the image of baghead, Jason. Yeah. That's in some ways a little scarier to me than the uh, than the hockey mask. Right. But, but the hockey mask is so point, iconic. I was gonna say at this point the hockey mask is so iconic. There's nothing we could do about it. The hockey mask stays. Yeah. So. But just, just as long as we don't go back to the metal hockey mask from Jason X. <laughs> That's yeah. that is a masterpiece. <laughs> right up there with Tommy Knockers. It's better than Tommy Knockers, <laughs> please. The uh the, the, the kill with the uh with the ice the what do you yes. yeah, what do you call yeah. the what do you call liquid that? nitrogen? Liquid, liquid nitrogen, nitrogen, thank you. Uh that's that, the best that kill is so good. <laughs> Come on. It's so good. Yeah. Me and my friend used to watch that movie and Ghosts of Mars, like double feature, trying to fall asleep, but we would watch both movies. <laughs> and just love them every time. I don't know why. We'd stay up four hours later than we wanted to. Wow. Why Ghost of Mars? <laughs> I, I, and we would do Ghost of I, Mars I, second. Could, just because of space? I don't know. Have a space uh, I guess they're really, really, yeah. They, they must have come out around a similar time, too. I think so. Because there were a lot of those kind of in space mm-hmm. horror kind of sci-fi movies about that same time. Have you seen John Carpenter's Vampires? Yes. Yes. What do we what do we think of that movie? I like it. Has it been a while? It's yeah, it's been a while. Jack Crow. Yeah, see, you it know looks it. like Trent Reznor too. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> see, you know what you're. Yeah, okay. I watched it a couple years ago and had a good time, but the, I had some like big issues with it. But but mainly, I did enjoy right. the movie. The first scene is so fun when they find the house full of vampires and yep. just start cleaning it out. <laughs> just watch that alone, and you're gonna have a good time. Oh right. yeah. And they, uh, they, they, they pull, pull them out, out with the pulley? They, they reel them out like yeah. they're, they're vampire fishing. fishing. <laughs> vampire fishing. That's a, I never thought of it that Got way. Got me but a long-toothed trout. Long-toothed <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>! trout. <laughs> yes. I think that's the High West whiskey coming out. High West? <laughs> There's no other way than High West. 
You can have that. That's a good like slogan. <laughs> All right, let's have some pumpkins. All right. I'm going to distribute these. Anybody seen anything else good lately for the spooky month? I um, haven't had a ton of time this week, so just kind of hit and miss. God damn it. <laughs> this isn't really a horror movie, but it's got some pretty graphic uh, fight scenes Debbie that end up, end up pretty graphic. No. But, uh, they weren't seen, fighting. Have you seen Roadhouse? Yeah, we've yeah, seen Roadhouse. Road, okay. I haven't seen that from beginning to end ever. The and double It's deuce. been on like all the time now, and me and Jackie love that movie. Like the, the throat rip out scene at the end. That movie is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is dropping such candy. A, such a good movie. It's so much fun. Mm. And the knife moon. I just I could watch Swayze all the time, anytime. So you know, that's it. And that's all. <laughs> these these are these are far from pumpkin looking. That looks like a misshapen egg. This looks like it. I was gonna go somewhere else with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shitty pumpkin, Charlie this Brown. Will come out looking the exact same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Picture that. It's all right. Illusion <laughs> tastes better this way. <laughs> Picture that, listeners. It's me, Vincent Price, talking about poop. Imagine that, listeners. <laughs> Gonna get my October voice on, right? Yeah, that's it. You have to do it to work too. Do it at work. Do, never mind. I finished what? your artwork, product team. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a pun, but I could come up with one. Uh, J- instead of a JPEG, it's a J. Dead. J. Dead. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, boy, I don't know anymore. Uh-huh. So, we do have we did put out the call. Yes, uh, for some listener stories about. Uh, and by the way, this is a contest we're doing. Yes, you want to explain that? Okay, um, we announced it to our Facebook group, which you can join. Um, which information that we we uh, give there first before we give it to the rest of our um, social media followers. Um. You send us either a voice recording of your experience or a long typed out version. Um, we are going to go through. We're going to say a couple on the air. We'll give. We are going to give after. We'll announce it after our last show of the month. A swag pack. Something good. Yes. Some toothpaste. Some toothbrush, few things good. Toothpicks. Uh, just tooth related yeah. things. Yeah. Because all that candy you're going to have is going to have tooth decay on you. Right. No, no toothbrush, no toothpaste. I might We're send talking, one for fun. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking t-shirts, coffee mugs. Floss. Maybe some other stuff. Okay. Maybe a random pair of dentures. A little, flo- a little yeah. floss container with that logo on it. That'd be sweet. good. Yeah. You're selling me on some stuff here today. You're our merch guy now. Yeah. 101. <laughs> you gotta have floss. Marketing 101. You gotta have floss. So let me ask you, do you guys have any sort of paranormal experience i have to tell you guys something that happened last night last night in your house in my very home well i've heard about your house so this doesn't <laughs> yeah. surprise me mm-hmm. well yes so last night we came home from the drive-in okay uh my i i needed to pee really bad so sorry about that detail but it's yeah. necessary and um everybody does it yeah it's like poop so it's like that yeah like Vincent Price said. Yes. It's like poop. 
uh, I don't know. So I I go into pee, and my wife's like, "Well, I'm just gonna walk down the street to get our our, our kid was staying at her parents, which is just a few houses down." And so she's like, "I'll just go get the kid. You you do what you got to do." And so I went in the house, and she just walked down the street. Well, I was in the bathroom, and I heard her coming in in and out a few times. Like I thought maybe bringing stuff in from the car. You know, we had blankets and stuff. And uh, then I washed my hands, and then I brushed my teeth because you know after you eat all that popcorn and stuff, you brush your teeth. So I was in the bathroom for a few minutes, and I kept hearing her move around and walk around. And uh, I was trying to talk to her. I was like, "Hey, did you come back? What's going on?" And so I finally come out of the bathroom, and she is not in the house. I had just heard footsteps and sounds, and the dog was whining in his cage. Ooh. And uh, the doors, the back door was open, but the front door was locked, and the TV was on in the front room. Hmm. And I immediately got this weird feeling, like, what's going on? Why is the TV on? And... I immediately, because we had just watched Halloween. Right. So I was, I immediately got the chills and, and felt really nervous. Yeah. And I looked, I, I have to admit, like, I looked behind the couch. I, like, checked every room. I I had heard walking, and she, right. was, she was supposed to be gone. So. It, That's where I go grab the pistol out of my yeah, sleeve. It was. Do a sweep. It was very, <laughs> very strange. And there was just a weird feeling in the house. Right. Um, like my skin was crawling. It was just so weird. And the dog was whining, and I let the dog out of his his cage to like see if he would like, you know, give me any clues, you yeah. know. And nothing. I couldn't find anybody. There was nothing. And I I was walking out to put the dog's collar on and put his, his little harness on to take him out for a walk. Right. And then I just happened to notice that the TV said, "Oh, entering power save mode. Since you didn't use me, I'm going to turn off." So I said, "Oh, how long is that? How long is that right. sleep mode?" And I can see back what time that the TV got turned on. Right. Stephanie left the house at around 9.50. Mm-hmm. The TV turned on at 10. No one was out there. Yeah. The remote was... I mean, I, there's no way. Right. Well, honestly, to set the scene for you, this isn't the first time you've had yeah. experiences at your house. By the way, With I you. don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> I still don't. I've been trying to convince you that I'm telling you... You have one. Yeah. You know, I've kind of, when we watch movies at your house, yeah. I had a sighting kind of. Yeah. And that feel that you're being watched. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And... Talk about this sighting. Okay. We were watching. It was uh, Race with the Devil. <laughs> it was one of our first, after our first, show, one of yeah. our first shows, uh, Race with the Devil. And we're sitting with Jaron on the couch watching the movie. Well, I'm on like one end, closer to the windows. They're kind of spread out. You know, it's a bigger couch. Over, He's got a cabinet that has collectibles and stuff kind of in between where a hallway, little hallway is. And is that near a kitchen? Yeah. Okay. But more to the left. More to the, the other left. Yeah, a little bit to the left. Where I showed you that goes upstairs. Yep. Right. And I just kept getting this feeling the whole time we're watching this movie. And this is not a movie to me like creeped out this is not a scary movie. this is not you know even then i don't know if it was very scary i don't even think in the yeah um but i just kept getting this feeling and seeing this like i would get movement you know i wouldn't really see anything but you know when you get that movement of something i kept getting this over in that area where the staircase that goes up to the attic in that hallway area and 
it was what a week later that I had almost the exact. Experience. You had the exact same experience, but, but we hadn't talked about it. And we had, no, it, but it was like a week later. Like I told the story on the podcast, and you said, "Hey, yeah, uh, I had the same thing." So and, and well, and the pets go over there too, and they often go to that corner. And you say they look at the door, and uh huh, it does lead, lead upstairs, right? And I've so. passed your house before, and there's no lights in the attic. No, there's no power. And right I've there. seen a glow. Or Real faint yeah. glow, or I've seen like a, a shadow in the window that's in the attic before. Oh, yeah. That shadow is impossible. I yeah. don't I don't know how that could happen. Yeah. So. So that's weird. Yeah. You had anything, Thacker? Yes, actually, I got I got a pretty good story or stories I can share. Please, yeah. Now, yeah. years ago, I think we were still playing music. Mm-hmm. I worked in downtown Alton, and people listening, you guys know Alton is. Probably the most haunted town in this whole country. They've written books about it. They do haunted tours there this time of the year, which yeah. they're doing right now. McPike Mansion's down there. They were featured on Ghost Adventures, uh, I think, last Halloween. Yep. Well, I was working in this building on Broadway Street, right down there by the river, and it was a little graphic design print shop. And this was, at one time, an old cracker factory. I think they still have that decal on the window, the the Cracker Factory. It's a three story, if you count the downstairs downstairs, which is almost a basement. So maybe maybe it's a two, no, it is a three story. I'm trying trying to think back twelve years ago, <laughs> but I worked, you know, in, in the in the in the, the street level floor right. of, of this building, and this was this building or this part of the of the building was separated. From the front in the back. And you're talking like, these buildings are very, very old. 1800s. Right. Mid-1800s right. probably. Well, I had been working there a while. And I was there. It was it was around this time of year. You know, it started. It, start, it was about a point where it was starting to get dark around 5 o'clock. So maybe it was more closer to the Christmas time. So I, I'm actually, my boss left a little early. And I'm sitting there by myself. And it's getting dark. I'm getting ready to close down in about a half hour. And then um, I'm kind of sitting in the back area. And then all of a sudden I hear somebody like the like whistling a song. Just like walk right behind me. Oh, <laughs> like very close? Like like, like, like I thought it was my, my boss came back. Oh. <laughs> like I had, I had no idea. And then I, I, you know, I turn around and there's nobody there. And then I got that feeling, you know, when the hairs stand up on your oh, arms yeah. and you get goosebumps mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, that was, that was kind of, okay. You feel like your heart I just, I just kind of, yeah. at the time I really just brushed it off. But the real kicker was the next day I came back in, my boss came in and I said, it's like, I, there's something that was real weird that happened to me last night. I said, there was somebody that was, was like whistling in the building. But it was like right behind me, and there was nobody here but me. And she's like, "Oh, that's just Sam." And I go, "Who is Sam?" She goes, "That's the ghost that haunts this place. <laughs> I guess he used to own the building years and years and years and years ago. And I guess he's just he hangs around at this building supposedly. And like I I turned I immediately turned white, and I walked out of the building to get some air because I I just got like. Such a weird I just got vibe. ghosted last night. You got night. ghosted, bro. <laughs> and then it just seemed like after that, there was always these 
feelings of being watched over your shoulder. Ugh. Because in the back, in the back, it's like old original brick, and you know there's a bathroom in the back corner, and like where that brick meets that bathroom, I always felt like there was somebody staring at me from that corner of the yeah. building. It's weird when it's always that one place, yeah, one, one particular, yeah. yeah. Not, I mean, not nothing really happened too much after that. Just a lot of that hair standing up on my arms, goosebumps, mm-hmm. being watched, feeling. But I was working one day and. This group of people come in, and I thought, you know, okay, they're customers. They uh, let me help them out, but they're actually a paranormal team. Oh, yes. I don't know if I ever told you this story. No, I never heard this one. Okay. Well, they come in, and they they they're pretty much getting my boss's permission to ghost hunt oh, this building. That's cool. Uh, the the coming weekend, and they had a, a woman. She was of Native American descent, and she was a medium. She claimed to be a medium, and she she was, like, sensing all this stuff going on in the building and, and whatnot or whatever. And I was like, man, this is kind of cool. And I'm thinking, I'd love to go do this with these guys sure. if they'd let me. So I actually asked them, and they said, yeah. Well, probably like, made your boss feel right. Too. So I went ghost hunting that following weekend in the building, and we had access to the top, middle, ground floor, and the basement that night. So I got to go down into the basement and see all these coves where they have these big cracker ovens. And oh. there's just stuff down there that's, you know, 150 years old. Just that creeps me out for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what it Old ovens yeah. creeps me out. It was, it was pretty uneventful, <laughs> especially the first part of the night. But, we you know, we got to really late at night because we started this. The sun was going down. You know, we got there a couple hours before. We're hauling in equipment, right. feeding wires into parts of the building that doesn't have electricity. The coolest shit happened when we went down into that basement. Mm. So you walk into this basement. There's a, I don't know, 25 steps you got to walk down until you actually hit the basement floor. Mm. So you walk down. On your left is like cove, cove, cove of where they used to have these cracker ovens I was talking about. And Mm. then there's like some old, there's some segregated rooms in the back where I guess they did packaging and stuff like that and all that shipping. Well, we went down. We did a full sweep of the basement. You know, we, we had three teams. One went to each level, and our team was, I think, the third team to go down there. So we did our sweep, and one you know one thing we all noticed was right at the foot of the steps, there was a chair, just a regular old wooden chair. Who knows how old it was, and it was just sitting there at the bottom of the steps. So, you know, we went around. We did our sweep. When we come back, that chair was moved about 30 feet from where it was sitting when we walked down in that basement up against a wall in one of them coves. And nobody moved it? Nobody moved it. Did Sam move it? It may have been Sammy. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> but after that, uh, they brought out the K2 meter and started asking questions. It took a little while, but they started getting a response. You know how K2 meters right. work. They light up... Uh, some ghost shows, you know, you ask something a question, it lights all the way up red if it's like yes or no. Right. But it was doing this stuff on command. Supposedly it was a little girl that died or <laughs> in the building or, or something. I can't really remember the story. I apologize, but that was it was kinda neat. That's really creepy. Why. And like being there in the moment and it's all dark and just that vibe is so fun. Well, and that's the thing, you know, with you talk about Alton, there are stories like that everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I had an experience at the Y when I was a kid. They had a lock-in for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are people everywhere in it. So you would think 
oh, you know, it's not real quiet. You know, you're not going to have anything. No, no. We were up and kind of explain because it's a couple stories. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and we had like you know different party areas too. We had like a, a gypsy fortune teller oh. and. Like, all this kind of stuff all over the building. So, there were some areas that really nobody was at. And we were kind of wandering around, you know, messing around. And I set, I had an empty soda can. And we were kind of going down one of these hallways. And there was like a, I don't know, like a long, like, curio cabinet type of thing. Just up against the wall. Like a trophy cabinet? Yeah, but it really wasn't. It didn't have glass. It was just a wood. Okay. You know. So, I set the empty can there. And it was just me and another friend, and nobody was in this end of the hallway. We literally only walked 10 to 15 feet. And I mean, the width was probably two feet wide of this little cabinet. And it was probably like five foot long. Mm-hmm. So, And I put it like up against the wall. So it had, you know, a good foot and a half plus. We got literally 10 feet away from it. The soda can hit the floor, but was standing straight up. That's weird. Because, like, I've, I've put a soda can down, and it does that thing where the, well, the, the it moisture moves around. Yeah. No, this, it wasn't on its side. It literally was standing straight up on the floor. That seems mm. weird. And I mean, Way less it, hit, it hit just as hard, like, you know. But the thing is, there was literally empty, completely empty. Yeah. And it just went, boom. That's weird. Hmm. That's really weird. Yeah. I don't know. I've never so had So we were kind of like, um, you know, and then there were times that I felt like at your house kind of seeing that thing out of the corner of my eye in yeah. a few places. And I just ignored it for a while until that happened. And you can listen to last year's Halloween special to yes. hear the whole story. It's pretty good in detail. Yeah. You know, and that was like before the can thing. So after the can thing was like, we're not going anywhere that there's not a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like 14, and I'm like, oh, hell no. Yeah. We're not, you know, I I'm not equipped like... right now for this. Yeah. Well, you remember, Dustin, we played that show at that old schoolhouse. That Yeah. Yeah, we did. That was supposedly haunted, too. I remember hearing that when we were setting up. Well, one of, one of the guys that followed us around, I guess they went down in the basement, and there was some shit that happened down there. Yeah. I can't really remember the story, but... I do remember that, though. I remember that building being kind of funky. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's... You can name a, at least a dozen places. There's a... Mineral Springs Mall. Yes. It's haunted. That was that was also They haunted. have a ton I of, saw that on Ghost Adventures or something. Yes. Or, yeah. Somebody Mc, jumped out I talked out of about the, McPike. Yeah. yeah. There's... Right. Been there's, there. There's a church. I can't remember what street it's on, but I guess a pastor hung himself in it. Yeah. And supposedly that place is creepy as hell too. I'd love to go to McPike though. I went to McPike and they have they have tours there and kind of stuff. And then they'll you'll go down to the cellar and they'll mm-hmm. shut off all the lights and kind of watch with cameras. Yeah, that's cool. It, it was it was creepy. I didn't personally have any experience at the time. Just being there, like I said earlier, like just being yeah, there. Yeah, just being there, it was kind of creepy, but yeah. they, they were still in renovating, so you really can't go in the house. Yeah. Other than you kind of go up to the port. I don't know, it's been several years. Right. So they may have gotten more done. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure, but you go around the house and then you go down to the cellar into one of these big cellar rooms and like I said, they it's pitch, pitch black yeah. and they shut off all the lights. And everybody listening, if you talk about your haunted house, typical haunted house, you look at this place. It's 
it's it's like a cookie cutter it's haunted perfect. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a monsters esque. It is yeah. a creepy looking house. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, do you want to do this listener email? Yeah, why don't we do that? Okay, I've got to pull it up. I'll read. We've got two to do today. Yes. One I have to read, and one we listen to. Okay. So uh, this one is from somebody named Ashley. Okay. Uh, in March of 2018, my now husband and I decided it was time for us to find our own place. We looked and looked, but nothing seemed right. After four months, we finally found this adorable three-bedroom house near the area we wanted. We fell in love. It was older, 1920s, I believe. It was a three-bedroom craftsman with high ceilings and original woodwork. It had a full basement, not something common in the neighborhood, and a fenced-in backyard for our dog. We contacted the number on the sign, and two weeks later, we were moving in, as the new owner seemed very eager to get rid of it. Red flag! Yeah. (laughs) Our first few days were fairly normal, aside from a few misplaced items. That's normal in a move, right? Right. We wrote it off as just the stress and exhaustion of moving to a new place. I took that week off work so I could get things cleaned and unpacked. One day, as I was in the basement putting some totes away, I heard the back door open and someone wearing boots walk through the house. Now, this was about noon, so I just assumed it was my husband since I didn't hear our dog bark. I finished up what I was doing and go upstairs. I called out for my husband but did not get a response. Checked the back door and it was closed and locked. That's when I noticed our dog standing at a bedroom door staring in. Not growling, not whining, just staring. The fur on his back was raised, but he showed no other signs of aggression. He was watching my... He was watching my husband, I thought, or maybe playing with one of our cats. I walked over to him and poked my head into the bedroom, expecting to see one of our two cats playing with tape from a box or my husband searching for something he needed at work. Nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing. No husband, no cats, and the weirdest part, no boxes. Now I was scared. That room had at least 10 unpacked boxes and not... Let me start that one again. That room had at least 10 unpacked boxes in it not 20 minutes ago. Where was my husband? I know I heard him come in. I walked back into the kitchen and looked out back. No truck. He wasn't even home. I searched every room. There was no one here but me. Later that evening, when my husband did actually come home, I told him what had happened. And of course, he thought I was just tired and imagined it. I took him to the bedroom to show him that the room was empty. But there, in the middle of the room, were the boxes. That's pretty spooky. Yeah. Now, things went on like this for a while. Missing items, lights turning on or off, footsteps, etc., But it only seemed to happen to me. I was starting to think I was going crazy. That is, until one sunny Saturday morning. It was around 10 a.m. and we had just woken up. After laying in bed watching TV for a bit, I decided I wanted some breakfast. I left the bedroom and went into the kitchen, leaving my husband there to continue watching TV. I made my cereal and half-considered being a real adult and eating it in the kitchen. I quickly came to my senses and uh, back to the bedroom with my Count Chocula. Yes. (laughs) I walked in and noticed the TV was paused and my husband staring at the closet door. Now, like I said before, this is an old house. All the closet doors were the original solid wooden doors that you had to body slam to close. I asked him what was happening, and he said the closet door opened, closed, opened, and slammed shut all without making a single sound. After that, he took me seriously. We have never felt truly afraid, just spooked for the first few times, and then it has just become part of everyday life. We even decided to name it. Number seven. Since here we... Since here we are, hang on. Since here we are, a few years later, and he is basically the seventh member of our little family. Number seven. Wow. What do you think That's of that? A, yeah. Number seven. How do you get used to that? <laughs> I, I don't know if I could. Well, I, I, I guess if it, if it's a scenario where it's not doing any harm. 
Well, and it's like it sounds like it's happening during the day, which doesn't. I mean, when it's something like that happens, it doesn't make it any less creepier. Right. But when you're like in the house at night, it's a little bit more. Seems more real to me. Like it seems, you know, like is there an intruder? What's it, going it's on? It's a little more, yeah, and that fear factor of yeah. the dark. You know, our our basic instinct of fear of the dark. Exactly. You know, kind of heightens anything like that. So yeah. during the day, it's not quite as bad, but yeah, I would, well, I would still be pretty. I wouldn't know how to deal with the boxes edge. being moved. Yeah, that's. I've never encountered anything like that though. So have you guys? Not real. I mean, I think it's just me. <laughs> forgetting where the hell I put my keys but <laughs> or the random remote but you know you've had times where like I know I set this here you know yeah. what I mean it's just it could be just but I mean when we first moved into this house like when we first moved in yeah I think I told you about this the last time that we hadn't had much of the house finished because we were painting and yeah. redecorating and stuff. So I was sleeping on the couch, and Bobby and Isabella were in the bedroom sleeping. Mm-hmm. And we had a different couch than I have now, and it was kind of facing this this part of the office mm-hmm. instead of the fireplace. And I kind of wake up in the middle of the night, and I swore I saw what looked like an old lady like run from the dining room no, into thanks. the kitchen no Chris. No. no not running no <laughs> i mean so i mean i was like no. i got up i mean i literally like without waking them i hurtled over the back of the couch and like ran into the kitchen and i'm like i know i can run faster than what it seemed like the the lady uh-huh. you know how old like old she appeared and i'm like Mm-mm. there's nothing nobody downstairs back door didn't open you know, and then that was the only time I've ever, ever seen it. That's really weird. Maybe she was her leaving. Well, that, I mean. Run into heaven. <laughs> yeah. I'm running to heaven later. Yeah. Do you need anything? <laughs> There's lasagna in the fridge. <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's what I call my wife a saint because, if, you know, experiencing one night with me, the ghost leaves the hell out of the house. That's what it is. And my wife has been with me for over 17 years. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, running to heaven. Well, <laughs> that story was good. Number seven is creepy. I like the creep yes. factor of like number seven. Yeah, it sounds like that could be a eighties, eighties one. <laughs> You've never experienced terror like number, number seven. seven. <laughs> they thought they were safe. <laughs> they were wrong. Okay, now our I second need, one. I need another pumpkin. <laughs> Get you one. Pumpkin, pumpkin. Oh, there you go. Too high. <laughs> How much pumpkin is too much pumpkin? When it comes a blumpkin. Okay. Well, <laughs> we will leave that alone. <laughs> we will leave that alone. Well, anyway, thank you for that. Uh, that was a really good one. Yes. Uh, it's going to be hard to top that, to be honest. Uh, that yeah, was really, really I mean, good. Bravo. What was her name? Ashley? Ashley. Ashley. Thanks, Ashley, for that. Yeah. Good on you, just Shay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We have one from our star listener, Juan. Our number one fan. Juan, how are you doing, buddy? Thank you for sending this in. I haven't listened to it. I haven't screened it, so we're we're just going to see. Hello, Juan. Hello, Juan. (laughs) Good evening, Juan. Uh, So if it's laced with profanity, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't think Juan would do that to us. Hello, Chris and DK. So this is my spooky story. So with my friends in Ecuador, we used to listen to EVPs. Obviously, he had like a little cassette player. So one night, we went with him and some other friends to listen to these EVPs. He had like a dark room in the back, far away from people. So we shut the door and had like some thick glass that we couldn't see. 
and we turn off the lights and we start to listen to these EVPs. Obviously, no one was getting scared. So my friend had a guitar right there. So he started throwing papers at the guitar <laughs> to make the string sound. That's really but scary. But he missed. So he did it again, but he missed. And the weird part started happening there because one of the strings made a sound like someone strummed it. Oh, no. So then everyone started freaking out. The ghost helped you out. <laughs> I'll do it for you. And in the middle of that, we see shadows start walking through the glass door mm. from the outside. Oh. We were on the inside, so we see like shadows starting walking through the door. No one, no. And he had a bathroom right there. So the weird part is that someone opened the bathroom door, turned on the light, turned off the light, and slammed the door. So we were watching this, and we could hear it, so everyone started freaking out. Yeah, that's yeah. spooky. And then it started walking and opened a part, another part of his patio, and all I heard was a chilling scream, which no one else heard. What? It sounded like a oh, female. I'm out. Agonizing. <clears throat> so that's when his neighbor came out, and his mom came out to say, what was that? Everyone else heard it, too. It? Yeah. They heard, obviously, all the noise and the bathroom and the loud bangs when the bathroom door shut. So we were freaked out, and we stopped that session right there <laughs> and watched the movie instead because it was downright chilling. And that was our spooky experience, one of many that we had. So let me know what you think about it because we were freaked out that night, and we watched... A nice movie instead. So there's my spooky spooky submission. And yeah, that was one of the many experiences I've had with them over there in Ecuador. Juan, that's really scary. Being able to see it through the glass. Well, and that would have been a moment that first I would have said it, then I would have done it in my pants. Yeah. (laughs) I would have went in that bathroom to clean clean the shat out of my underwear. (laughs) And that's what I mean. I didn't let it. First I would... Hey, watch a dope movie. (laughs) Stick around. (laughs) I don't care how much clothes I have on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the scream at the end, like... Oh, yeah. I don't know what Mm. that's about. I don't like it. That's really scary. Imagine like a banshee scream or something. That's what I thought of. Yeah, Yeah, just like a blood-curdling... Just that real fast. I mean, I did have we did have another experience. I went with actually uh, here in Hillsboro, uh, a couple friends of mine that I kind of worked with. They worked at the grocery store, and I, you know, delivered and stuff at the time to uh, there. Anyway, they had an opportunity to go investigate. There was a house that has had a long history. Um, the person that owned it, they were getting ready to actually tear the house down. And Hillsborough a very, very old town. Yes, yeah. Hillsborough is a very old town. Yeah. Um, anyway, they were getting ready to tear this house down to build a new one on top. So they're like, we've got everything out. Do what you want to do. You know, you can do the weekend. Well, we there was four of us, so it was like, we always had two go in, two stay outside. That way we wouldn't have too much noise. Contamination. Contamination. Um, and, and this was really weird. Um, the beginning of the night, you know, it was nine, ten o'clock. Really didn't have much going on. We kind of back and forth a couple of times. I took a bunch of pictures. Like it started getting a little bit closer to midnight, starting one o'clock. Things started kind of happening and, and seeing. I had actually a couple, and I was always really careful to clean lenses. And everything else beforehand, so I didn't have dust spots, and you know, you know, you you could tell what a bug was or, or anything like that. Yeah. When had a couple of times, and it was only in two rooms that I had pictures of orbs. 
Hmm. One was really big, like, because we would, as a point of reference, we'd take a picture of each other, you know, in the area that we were taking the picture Mm of. One time, I mean, the one... Plus, it was Selfie Saturday. Well, it was Selfie Saturday. Um, But, I mean, one time, you know, I took literally cha-ching, cha-ching pictures in a row. Mm -hmm. One time, it had the orb, an orb, the size of its head. Literally, like, like someone was standing right next to it. A ghost pumpkin. And then the next minute, you know, and which was a split second, it literally was, like, half out of the frame, and you can see the, the trail of it moving... Hmm. That's weird. Then, uh, you know, I had um, a Sony recorder. uh, Oh, name brand. Yeah, name brand. No, I mean the old tape. (laughs) Oh, we get it, Chris. Sony tape recorder. You know what I mean? No digital. No, no, the old little cassettes. Mm -hmm. It's mostly just hiss. You know, a lot of times (laughs) it's the crackling hiss. But we literally could hear. I mean, it was kind of, you know, we couldn't really tell what it was saying. We could definitely hear, like, a man's voice in the one room and, like, a female voice in the other. Because one was in the basement, but only, like, half of the basement we'd get anything. Hmm. Like, the other side, we wouldn't get anything at all. That's weird. So it was, like, in one area, and then there was, like, an upstairs bedroom that we got the male voice in. And then it was in the basement, and then we got the woman's. And, I mean, the male kind of was just, like, I mean had this tone of like a I would have thought would have been like an older guy you know 60, 70 kind of you know you know kind of tone to it cranky and stern but the woman's voice that we got down in the basement I mean it's it. I mean couldn't tell it wasn't a child kind of voice and it wasn't like an old lady kind of voice but it sounded very like distressed oh I don't like that and very very Almost like talking through tears kind oh, of thing. Oh, I don't thing. like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that really... The crying ghost is a scary, like, classic concept. It, it is. And, I mean, we had that, and we wouldn't tell the other two guys what we had. Not till you, it's over. Yeah, not till it's over. It. And literally, we, you know, we shared and had, like, the same exact experience, hearing the same kind of tones of, of things in the in those rooms, you know, and it wasn't exactly the same, but I mean, in the one room we'd get a, a larger orb, and the other one, you know, downstairs it was almost like a blue, small blue one we'd get, and it was o- almost like a yellowy one that we got upstairs in that bedroom That's where strange. the male voice was. Huh? So they even were color coded. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it kind of was. You know, it, and I never in any other room, and I took pictures in every single room. Hmm. You know, and, and the point that. There had been stuff there for so long because it was the guy who owned it, his grandmother's house, and she had passed away there. Yeah. But this didn't seem like an old lady's voice in the one in the basement. But anyway, I would take pictures of the walls, and pictures had been there for so long hanging on the walls yeah. that when you take the photo, it literally, you can see a, a picture, an outline like of frame. what a frame yeah. would have been. Mm. You know, so I mean, everything had been there for so long. Classic haunted house. Classic haunted house. That's pretty good. Well, they tore it down, and I heard that he was still having a little bit of stuff at the house, but he said that he was getting more creepy feelings, like, at the edge of the property where the woods start. Oh, that's weird. So it's almost like it, 
Was it weird. like left the foundation, but kind of spread to the property itself. Huh. It was really, really odd because he said he never before the house went down. <laughs> they never had that kind of out there. The Baja it, men who let the grudge out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who? 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 But anyway, uh, well, I, I that's a I don't know if that's a good segue, but uh, well, first of all, thanks again to those people who sent yes, those in. I definitely. really appreciate it. Juan, some good stories. Juan, that was very good. Uh, creepy. I don't like it. You can you can keep that. <laughs> I don't like no, it. get that out of here. <laughs> but thanks for sending that in, and yes. um, we appreciate it. And, well, and we'll never you, go to Ecuador. Never. If you if you at home uh, would like to send if you have a story you can send it in text and I'll read it or uh, if you'd like to send a voicemail voicemails are more fun obviously yeah. so if you want to send a voicemail we're gonna do two more episodes this month so please please get it in if you can right and uh, well today we we're gonna talk about uh, resurrection movies uh, so with a focus on pet cemetery right so I don't Thacker you this was your decision this was your choice. No, thanks for thanks for uh, allowing me to come on and talk about this movie in particular. Yeah. Because of all the movies I watched growing up, we watched the slasher movies, we watched everything. This is the only movie that stuck with me. Right. And even to this day, it still has an impact when you watch it. Right. Not only, well, I would say more so when I was younger because of, of, of the scary aspect of a lot of things that happen in the movie. Sure. But when you're older, and spoiler, if you, if you haven't seen Pet Cemetery, come on. You know, you know, a kid gets nailed by a truck. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> he gets he, he gets trucked by a truck. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that in a little while. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, we have some. Com- I do have some comments about that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, being a parent now, that movie is something different. It hits you just as hard in a whole different way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's inspired by a real. The thing that all, basically Stephen King's son was almost hit by a truck. It was basically that that happened right. to him. Yep. Basically, right. yeah, he caught him just in the nick of time. And it was like a what if? Yeah, yeah. It was a Highway 15, right, right by the property they were at. Right, but yeah, but yeah great movie. Even even though it's it's, I think it still holds up in a lot of ways. I'm talking about the '89 version. Yeah. They, they remade it last year, directed uh, by Mary Lambert, who we direct. Yes. Yeah. We love Mary Lambert. She had great vision for this movie, and she I thought she did a great, great job. I was really surprised to learn that she directed the second one, which I thought was a piece of crap. <laughs> it was so bad. Have you watched it recently? The second one? Yeah. It's been a couple years. Okay. I haven't watched it recently, so I, yeah. I don't really have a, have an opinion. I like I feel like mine's, I've reset. I need to see it before I can say that it's bad. Right. I don't know. It's, maybe it's, there's it's, something there. Because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. It's so like, bad. Maybe as an adult, there'll be something there for me. And right. Furlong buried the pet cemetery. Mm, <laughs> I see. Just killed it. Yeah. Yeah. But this this movie, when you watch it. What about it when you were a kid is what scared you? Was it specifically like the, the creepy kid? Or well, Victor Pascal was creepy. Yeah, Zelda was terrifying. Oh, that's um, the thing, right? That's number one with a bullet. Yeah, uh, Rachel Creed is scary when you see her at the end with her face all all jacked up and they're from making being out, stabbed yeah. with a scalpel. <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> but just to give people the whole premise of the movie, a doctor moves his family out to the country, I guess, to get away from the busy life of, you know, being a doctor in the city. They move into this nice house. They find out they have a 
a children a, ch- a child made pet cemetery on their property. Beyond that cemetery that the children made is an actual Indian burial ground that was used by the Micmac Indian tribe, and supposedly what gets buried there will come back, but they come back wrong. Yes. It's not what you think would happen when you talk about a resurrection. Right. But anyway, you know, they befriend the neighbor. A whole chain of events Fred starts. Gwynn is the neighbor. Fred mm-hmm. Gwynn, uh, great, great actor. Herman Munster. Perfect for the role. Dude. Sometimes dead's better. Probably the best actor movie besides The Cat and, and maybe Miko Hughes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That kid <laughs> is probably one of the scariest kids. Yep. Miko, he, he nailed it. I don't know. I know Mary Lambert made made the, the utmost effort to not traumatize Sometimes that kid. he's a puppet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he comes out from the ceiling, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's just drops a puppet. Yeah. yeah. He's still got the scalpel in his hand. I love it, yeah. though. Yeah, but any, yeah, the cat gets hit by a truck. Rip Church. Yep. Winston Churchill. Yep. <laughs> they bury the cat in the pet cemetery. It comes back wrong. It's It's kind of fucking evil it's a little asshole yeah yeah it's like almost like a real cat yeah almost <laughs> the thing i like is that they always made the eyes like the, the light reflecting from the eyes mm-hmm. of the cat like it's a real thing that happens like your cat will you know yeah. the, the light will catch the eye and the, the light reflects and very look. very easy practical effect they yeah did that really just added like the first time you see church when he's come back from the dead and he, he does that growling yeah Rawr. it's and really effective I, in the oh original man, one that, yeah. that's that's a scary part of the movie too. Right. well if you've ever been around a real cat that's like freaking out it's kind of scary like they'll wrap around your leg or they'll claw up you yeah. and they'll yeah. bite you like it is kind of scary <laughs> yeah then then you get to, you get to the scene where the child gets hit by the truck yeah i mean just the the funeral scene it's terrifying. It's terrifying too. Oh. That was the, the actor said that was one of the most. That was the hardest shooting they had to do for that movie was yeah. the, the funeral, I basically bet. the funeral yeah. part, the ceremony. But yeah, after that, it just becomes you know. Well, the dad Dr. makes Creed a just goes nuts yeah, right. at that point, and he's like, "I'm gonna go dig up my kid, put him in the pet cemetery. I gotta have my son back. I need more time with my kid." Yeah. And of course, the kid comes back wrong, evil. Yeah, probably. Yeah, one of the most terrifying things you could see in a movie is a a, a toddler with a scalpel. Killer <laughs> kid, very scary. Yeah. yeah, kills kills Judd, kills his mother, and that's that's pretty much the end of the movie. Besides, you know, they don't really show what happens at the end of the original one. They just make you got it an out. idea. Yeah. I heard they they reshot it like they did three different endings. Yes. they did the book ending. They did this ending, and then I guess they had one more ending in, or ending in mind where I, I guess the daughter calls, Rachel answers the phone, and says, yes, yes, everybody's fine. Hangs up the phone and is supposed to, like, freeze frame, smile at the camera. You know, oh. she's all she's all jacked up. Right, 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 right. So I'm sure that would have been creepy, too. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, everything from the start of this movie, the sound design. And this, this goes for both movies, too. The sound sound design is great in both movies. Whoever scored the first one and the second one, bravo, because it really set the mood for the whole movie. Yeah, I agree. It's a big part of it. Yeah. And I like the way this movie looks. I like most movies. Well, okay. I like horror movies from this time period. They have a certain grainy look and feel right. mm-hmm. that is just my thing. Oh, yeah. I, I was watching a current movie recently. And I was like, why does this have to look like... I just If this movie was like 80s, I would like it more. Yeah, I know that sounds so dumb, but it's no, the aesthetic I mean, thing. It's, it's all aesthetic. about the aesthetic thing. Right. 
and uh, it, it goes a long way for me. And it, I wish more current movies would do that. Like that movie VFW, yeah, went way out of its way to have to be feel. very grainy and look look like an eighties you know exploitation movie, and it, it's so good. You know, I have to say, one movie kind of the way it's shot. I mean, there's tons of CGI in it, but a, a more recent one, and I think they intentionally did the the cinematography that way, was The Invisible Man. I love that movie. It kind of had that, that 80s feel, the way it was shot. Not the, hmm. Really, nothing else about it had that 80s vibe to it. Uh, the, I mean, you know, you had the long hallway camera angles where sure. you know the action like came towards you sure you had the you know just empty door frames you know point perspective from you know the person sure. involved and i do get a bit of, of a that, like a halloween vibe although that's 70s but well right. but then later halloween's or 80s but yeah i do get a bit of a halloween vibe from invisible man yeah. especially like the second half of it yeah exactly. once you yeah. once you more know what's going on right it basically becomes a michael myers situation right. But Which I mean, just I the, just that kind of shot and look. Sure. I think they intentionally kind of brought that one that because that's that almost me. kind of a heyday of cinematography when it came to horror movies. One that did that for that me span. recently was uh, The Strangers Two. Okay. Which, like, I wouldn't say is like an amazing movie, but that movie looks so the way it's shot. Just like it's right. just like, hey, can we make a John Carpenter movie? Yeah, you can. All these like zooming in shots of things slowly and just just right. the shots of the car on fire like straight up out of Christine. Yeah. It's so cool. So that movie was super fun if you uh, get a chance. The score is essentially a Carpenter score. Right. I love it. So, but that's nothing to do with Pet Cemetery. No, no. Now, you we I watched the remake in, right. I in didn't uh, too. preparation for this. And I I have big problems with the remake. Some of it's Good. I like the actors. Like pretty yeah. much everybody in it's really good. Uh, yeah, the, right. act, the acting was way better. Particularly I mean, if, the if, dad. If you, if I you rewatch yeah. the original, it's the acting can be pretty bad. Dale <laughs> yeah. Dale Midkiff's pretty terrible. I think Fred Wynn's maybe the best. He is. Part. Yeah. I don't know, but but uh, so the new one has really good acting. Like everyone in it. I don't. I didn't have any complaints about no, the no. movie um, as far as acting goes or or people in it. I didn't like the fact that they basically said. I, I, it almost to me seems like the remake is specifically for people who like the original one, because and it's it's essentially like what if we just did like a mirror image reversed right. of everything the original one does? Let's just subvert your expectations and like instead of doing a straight up remake. But I mean, is it almost seems lazy to me? It's just like well, hey, what if we just flip flopped everything? Right. We kill the other kid. Yeah. We oh, you think that 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 uh, heel stab is going to be here? But we, he kicks the bed, and oh, he's not there. Oh, ho, we got right now. I can see why you would make decisions like that, but to me, I just kept going. Why? I don't know. It just, I didn't. I feel like if I hadn't seen the original, would it have been as effective? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Maybe it would. Maybe I. I just think I. I think the real issue is that I can't stop comparing it to the original one, right? Because I know it pretty well, right? So it's hard to separate them. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing with remakes. And when I it's so close, with, when you're doing some of the same exact scenes, it's like, I, I just wonder why. Yeah. Why did we have this? Yeah. Not that it's a bad movie or anything. No, it's no. It's not. It's okay. I mean, it, it's, it has some moments in it. I, the parade of kids always gets me. I didn't like that. Really? No. I, I just... It wasn't scary, but it was just kind of... Cre- yeah. I don't like I the just, mask at the end. I, no, I wasn't a big fan of that I don't get that. that. It's not as scary. I don't know. I'll tell you... The trailers for this movie had me hyped for it. 
the the sound design and the trailers and right. everything sure. really kind of like god this is going to be a creepy movie yeah but they gave away too much yeah I heard an they interview with the director. Gave, they pretty much gave away the whole story in three or four trailers. Well, there was an interview with the director. I think it's directed by two people. Yeah. Uh, and they said they hated that trailer, and the, but they had they had no control. control they don't get. Yeah. They don't decide. Yeah. They don't decide what goes in the trailer. That's the production that. company. That, the, yeah, that's no fair. Yeah. Do you guys feel that this movie needed a remake? Not at all. No. No. Not at all. Not really. I I do like that. Maybe I, I am pro remakes. Because if nothing else, they'll get maybe a new generation into the old thing, mm-hmm. if nothing else. So in that respect, I, I, I like it. And it's like, it is fine, but it also depends on what the intention is. And like, there's no replacing the original one. No. So I don't know. Could you imagine? Because like running off of the success of it, I thought this was going to just going to be a, a freaking smash hit. Yeah. I, I did leave the theater a little disappointed when I went and saw it. Yeah. But I mean... It, it's 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 still an okay movie. It's not great. Right. It it's not have, a bad movie. It no. doesn't have the effect the original one. No, on me no, and still does. Yeah, but well, like you like we said earlier, it's the practical effects. It's the yeah. uh, the way everything looks in the camera. I mean, it's there's no there's no post production stuff on it. There's yeah. no CG. Whatever. It's all in camera effects, which yeah. are so much more effective to me. Right. The creepy kid just wandering around with makeup on, or the cat with a light in its eyes. Right. It's awesome and it's creepy yeah and it works and I it mean, works it, it gives a sense of realism that even the best you know cngi you just it's just it just can't it seems impossible you just can't, to, to, yeah. to do did you what about the truck the accident i i think in the original it's so much more realistic and heartbreaking and scary i will i will give dale midkiff props for his his reaction after gage gets hit sure. because he sells that scream yeah, right. yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's the best acting he does in the whole that's pretty important yeah. to the movie yeah. yeah but like in the new one there's this all this action and the things flipping and then slow-mo it's, yeah i know there was i know it was slow-mo in the original one when you see the little shoe yeah but just knowing that you, it doesn't really show either child getting hit yeah right but the, the the original one to me it was like holy crap the effectiveness you didn't think you were going to see you that just see a right. bloody shoe rolling in the road you don't see it happen you don't see the kid which yeah. i don't know how he didn't turn into spaghetti well yeah well, it's yeah. not realistic they yeah. should have had the scrape that, movie, they should yeah. have had the scrape that kid off the road with yeah, a spatula that's true yeah. yes but no like he's in the, he's in the box and he's pretty well they put, put together, back together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh but the freaking god the twisted sister zelda yeah. That's the that's the really the, that that's, is ninety three octane nightmare fuel, dude. <laughs> Still, that yeah. was that was the part of these of, of this movie that it's it's not as scary now, of course. But back right. when I saw this, when I was seven, I would not watch this movie again until I was thirty two. Zelda <laughs> Zelda caught me off guard the yeah. first time I watched it. Yeah, it doesn't I, really. It's kind of like something they threw in. Yeah, you sometimes you can forget about it. Like it's always about the story about this kid who gets killed. Yeah, but Zelda, <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> what did you think how they handled her in the in the remake? She, not not as scary. Yeah. I thought. I think the I think the thing that made the original Zelda so scary was because it was a man. It's terrifying. Yeah, they casted a they cast an eighteen year old kid to play Zelda. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just did that a, did, makeup. A good, did a good job, scared shit out of people, yeah. scarred a lot of people for life. The makeup, man, I just yeah. couldn't get over it. And the 
the sound and the just the way well again it's like the way it looks because it's from the 80s i guess like yeah. it has that just that certain look to it those effects on film versus you know what the makeup in the new version is is really good oh, yeah it's right. still good zelda is still scary in the new one yeah, yeah. it's just not as scary because i don't because know, I don't, we know, know I don't know if it was like rachel creed's you know i, I was young she looked like a monster it's really scarier than it really was Right for her, you it's know, it's like a childhood trauma thing. Yeah, right. You know, it's it's like ten times scarier when you're a kid. Just like we're talking about this movie, I was more scared of it when I was seven. Of than course, now. you're right. not going to watch it now and be terrified. The original one, like, let's be clear, if, if you're an adult, it's not going to terrify you. The original one, but if you watched it when you were a kid, oh yeah, I'm it's sorry. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Exorcist. I still get pretty. Uh, oh, that that movie. That movie does it. I was just saying that's about the, the really the only one that still kind of gets me. Looking over my shoulder. Sure. Would you say Pet Cemetery is the movie that scared you the most? Yes, it is. Without okay. a doubt, this movie had balls. You're because right. Because nobody wanted to sh- to have to make a movie where a child dies like that. Sure. Yeah. This this movie was very punk rock. That's tough stuff. And yeah. Stephen King wrote the screenplay. For he's the he's in it. He's yeah. in, he's, yeah. he's in the movie. Makes a cameo, just like Maximum Overdrive. Not as good as Maximum Overdrive. Well, he directed that yeah. nonsense. Oh, and okay. now. May the Lord shine his face upon you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's so weird and he knows it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect cameo spot for him to be in too. What about some other Stephen King stuff? Like how do you feel about Cujo? Because to me when I was a kid. This, At the time it was scary. Yes. Yeah. The idea of a scary dog was something I could really relate well, and to. and the fact that it's not, you know, it's not like it's a pit bull or a German shepherd. It's a freaking St. Bernard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the like animals. lovable, <laughs> you know. For God's sakes, they they carry whiskey around with them in in Switzerland. Yes, mm-hmm. you know that's a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> good dog. But I mean, just a you know, it was old Yeller on steroids at the yeah. time. Yeah, you know. I mean, if you, if you think about that, that's that's a scenario that could possibly could, yeah happen. yeah. It's not like it's a rabid dog out is a thing the, that exists. The realm of possibility. Yep. Yeah, but I think that's a. I mean, I think that movie's probably better than people remember. Yeah, uh, The Shining was good. Oh, come on, of course. Yeah, Did you I mean, see Doctor Sleep. Yes, Slaughter. I, I loved Doctor Sleep. I can't believe Stephen King hated Kubrick's uh, adaptation. Well, because it's not a good adaptation, but at the right. same time, it's a good. Movie, but at the same but time, it's not a good adaptation. No, yeah. I think it's a great adaptation. Yeah, it's not a faithful adaptation. No, no. but it is a very good adaptation from book to screen. Well, that's like, what come I mean. on, uh, yeah, it doesn't no. get much better than that. And I think yeah. that's one of the things that works so well with the original Pet Cemetery was Stephen King wrote the screenplay. He was on set for to talk with Mary Lambert yeah. and to kind of give. What he wrote, put trying to make it more visual into a movie because sure. there were so many Stephen King movies out at this point. People thought, "Oh, it's time has come and gone for Stephen King." Right. I think the scariest Stephen King. Well, I don't know. The one that affected me the most probably was The Mist. That movie was pretty brutal, especially the end. I was in that movie riding over here this morning. Yes, you were. <laughs> um, Salem's Lot is pretty. Salem's oh, Lot. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I yeah. think Salem's Lot probably scared me the most uh, right. overall, uh, but. Uh, I don't know. Something about the mist is just so grim, and uh, boy, I, I I did I was kind of obsessed for a while, right? And I know this is so, so nerdy and dumb, but the the, the game Half Life, yeah. partially inspired by the mist, right? And just that all together in my mind made it that much more enjoyable because I was loving Half Life at the time, the first mm-hmm. one. 
um, when I read the story for The Mist. Right. And uh, it just kind of all went together in my mind, you know. So that that was kind of made better because I made it better. Right. In, in some ways. But I think probably, yeah, like as far as movies, I think Salem's Lot, just the vampire alone. Yeah. And mm. the kid scratching on the glass. That Oh, yeah. It doesn't get scarier than that. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Because that's the, the typical that you hear on Branch. You know, I mean, yeah. that's, you almost, if you've seen that movie, you almost go into that thought in your <laughs> head. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, do you think there's any scarier King adaptations? I didn't think it was that, I've it's never not, been scared yeah. of it. I yeah. Was, I was never terrified. Of- I'm not scared of clowns. And I, mm. I know that Pennywise is supposed to be this like intergalactic planetary planetary <laughs> intergalactic no he's supposed to be this like cosmic horror thing right right, right. yeah he's a little beastie boy that's for sure and um but but he's just always a clown in the movie yeah so yeah. And i'm not scared of clowns so it doesn't really it's just kind of like yeah i get why that would be unsettling and well it's scary you know and and i like the new ones but i don't know what it is about tim curry oh yeah. he's the best his clown is just as much as the special effects and Georgie. the things that Scarsgar can do, mm-hmm. yeah, especially the fact that he does that eye thing on his own—that is real, not a yeah. CGI thing. Like the thing with his lip, the the drooling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, his eyes go in different directions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's him. Yep. Um, I just Curry, his voice and that—you know—it's almost a believable version of that. You know, yep. it's not so so supernatural. You know, you're almost getting into, like, serial killer that can, you know, but is a real monster inside yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that gives more of a creep factor to him. Yeah. And the fact that he's... Skarsgård kind of is... I don't know how to... He feels a little bit like the Heath Ledger version of it, of Pennywise. Kind of, kind of. You know what I mean? But I mean... You know, Tim Curry's almost like the happy clown yes. that has, you know, you look at him and go, that son of a bitch is evil. I love him. He's the <laughs> well, it's like that, that beginning scene where the the clothesline sheets are like going like this and yeah. you see him staring that girl down. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might want to call for mom. Hi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about some other, just in general, resurrection movies? And we we talked about this online, right? On Twitter and stuff. Right. And the crow got tossed around a lot. Yeah, it's not a horror movie, but no, is, but it's the resurrection. You know, we kind of said what is a resurrection? Apart from Passion of the Christ, is there a better resurrection movie than I, the crow? Yeah, I don't I, think so. No, I'm going to give it out to a couple of our fellow podcast, you know, things. Give um, it out to them. Call it like I don't see it. Those guys um, are great, by the way. Yes, those guys are awesome. Cinematic Adventures podcast, mm-hmm. they're really good. And uh, Pittsburgh New- uh, Nerd podcast. You said Pittsburgh Nudes. <laughs> well, you know. Send nudes. We, we can't see them record, so. They should do videos. No. <laughs> yeah, they should do videos. <laughs> <laughs> you get a whole new audience. No, you guys, Pittsburgh Nerds podcast. You know, they all said and, and agreed with each other about, you know, The Crow. The Crow. And I mean, to a degree, I mean, some of the stuff could, you can almost like a suspense horror. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's. You mean, you it's, mean the crow is? Yeah. I think, I just think of it more as like a fantasy revenge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of a sci-fi yeah. revenge kind of. Is that gasoline I smell? Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that last weekend too. I love that movie so much. Now, okay. I'm going to ask this question and I don't know if this is. Me with the Mandela effect going on. But every time that I've seen The Crow since, 
I have not seen this scene. <laughs> There's a scene missing. And I swear, on, what is it? when it was first released in theaters, this is there, the thing that happens. Scenes do disappear there, for whatever reason. There was a scene his his when he killed Tintin. Yep. There was a shot of knife. him. Yeah, with a knife. But there was a shot of him with several knives stuck in him. That's in the movie. But there was another spot where he's like. It, it, and it was a split second scene, but it was a little more, you know, blood kind of coming There's down. There's a shot and of him with like several knives in him. Yeah, no, in I chest. know that, but I mean, it, it's separate from the one that's actually in. Okay. And it's not in. Huh. Any, is there anything any else other... weird about it, or is it just like another shot of him? It, it was just another, you know, another angle of the shot of him. Huh. But you're remembering it. I, I Like I said, I do not know if that's the, the whole Mandela effect, but I know it was, you know. Tintin played with knives. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Oh, uh, yeah. I, so many of my uh, just sayings and things that I say all the time come from that movie. Well, and then we had so an, we had another, uh, you know, kind of thing. And I didn't think about this at the time as a, as kind of a rec- resurrection horror. Well. It's not horror, but. It's not horror, but the CGI of the, <laughs> what was it, the ED2000? Whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty horrific. Yeah. No, um, for Nerds by Nerds podcast, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. I. Yeah. Hmm. I did not even. I guess that's ten, yeah, that is a resurrection, but it's like he's multiple people all in one. Well, yeah, he's like a amalgam. He's like a Frankenstein. <laughs> I mean, really, it's like what do you call it? That's a yeah, Frankenstein that's monster. A Frankenstein's yeah, monster. but I mean, those guys, you know, came up with that too as, yeah. as one of its suggestions. Yeah, that is one. Someone else said Flatliners, I believe. Yeah, technically, they are dying and coming back. Right. Um, um, I I put on you know when I did the post the Lazarus effect. Yeah. That, I didn't care that for is, that movie. I don't uh, know what it was. I didn't care for that movie. I wasn't a huge fan, but it kind of fit the whole model. Yeah, oh, of course. And I mean, it it had its moments. Uh-huh. It wasn't great, but it had its moments. And I mean, anything that we can have uh, Olivia Wilde in is fine. She's fine. Did you guys watch the, the, the Child's Play reimagining remake? I haven't seen it. No, no, no. I haven't seen it either. Watch that. I like the, the 21st century twist they put on it. But he's like an AI. It's it's a, like a yeah, murder he's, he's, not, he's not a spirit. Spoiler alert, everybody! Yeah. He's not a spirit that was put into a doll. He's actually he was actually programmed that way. Right. In Japan, or China, <laughs> wherever they make dolls. China. Yeah, it's always China. Taiwan, probably. Yeah. I uh, I was just so not interested in seeing it. Yeah. Well, and I, like, why did we need that when? The, the Chucky series is still ongoing. I was going to from say, the original people. Yeah, like why they're still doing that? So like, why would we? Why would we do this? I mm-hmm. I don't like that. And I thought the last couple of Chucky movies were fun. They well, were, they knew what they were. Yeah, I mean the it's, cult of Chucky was yeah. a lot of fun. I thought. So I don't know. What do I know? I guess I'm a, not a Chucky expert. Well, and I mean even you know the fact that Mark Hamill in the voice did not help anything that I of that new movie. That's the only thing that made me want to see it. Because yeah. I do love Mr. Hamill. Yeah. Deeply. Mm. Call me, Mark. <laughs> You're talking about chocolates entering you and. and well, they do. Kind of comment. How do know. they get in you? He wants to get marked. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hamill me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> Any other resurrections? <laughs> Uh, Quickly change the subject. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does does Dark Man count? Not really. No, because he never died. Have Not you seen really. that movie? He never died with Henry Rollins. 
No, I it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sequel called She Never Died. Well, um, what was it we talked? Um, what is the one with the uh, where he puts the computer chip? We talked about it the last lawnmower time. man. No. <laughs> What are the girl? You oh, don't no. Up? Deadly Friend. Yeah. Deadly Friend is a resurrection movie. Yeah. I think that's the answer. Guys, yeah. the best resurrection movie is Deadly Friend. <laughs> yeah, have you seen Deadly Friend? No. Oh, my God. There's you, a you scene. Have to. I've talked about it recently, but there's a scene when an old woman's face and entire head are destroyed by a basketball. Yeah. It's very, yes. She's standing there. She's like, get out of my house. I forget what she says. And this thing hits her at such force that her head just explodes, explodes all over the wall. It's so good. Jesus. Did Rambo throw it or something? Uh, kind of. Uh, kind of. No, but it was yeah. uh, the whole... Here's the plot. I know we just talked about this, listeners, but yeah. Dustin needs to know. Yeah. The whole plot is that this, this kid's like a little smart guy and he makes this robot called BB... And it goes around and like it's alive and it's like baby and it like mows the lo- mows the yard and like fights off gang members and stuff. <laughs> and uh, okay, if you remember uh, Rocky, <laughs> yeah, where he had the robot, which one, you know, yeah, that's that's basically looks, the robot. It's like doesn't even look as good as like Johnny Five from Short Circuit. No, no, no. Uh, but it looks a lot like that robot that he had in okay. Rocky. It's terrible, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, his girlfriend is killed somehow, and. He takes the chip from BB and puts it into her brain and reanimates her somehow. So she becomes the robot. But so when she comes back, she still thinks she's the robot. So she's doing this hand thing and she's coming at you. You know who directed this movie? Hmm. Wes Craven. Hmm. (laughs) Master of Horror, Wes Craven. But the story is that he he wanted it to be more of like a teen movie. And the studio was like, this isn't your your Nightmare on Elm Street. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, put some gore in there, so they so they go back and add gore in, and it's like the craziest gore you've <laughs> ever seen. Dang. Uh, it's a wild movie. Like yeah. this teenager is like stealing bodies from the morgue and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, watch it. It's very good. Okay, and well, by good I mean terrible. Yeah, but you'll have a good time. <laughs> but it's good. It, have it's a little of this whiskey. So terrible. It's you'll right. have a good yeah. time. Ooh. I think we solved it. Yeah, Deadly Friend is the best resurrection <laughs> movie. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, that's it. There's no better. But I mean. Honestly, what would we consider? Would we consider Friday the 13th? Yeah, how far do you go? I because mean, Jason is constantly being resurrected by right. lightning. And electricity in general. <laughs> I mean, would you consider Freddy a, a resurrection? That's true, because movie? he's killed in the in the, in the the real world, and then he's sort of resurrected. But is he really resurrected? Well, then you it, don't know, because the know, rules change across every movie. I know. Because in the I second know. one, he like physically comes into the real world and like right. throws plates on the floor at a party. <laughs> and then walks into a bush. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that's that's he a, does. That's kind of yeah. But that's kind of the question. It's like the guy okay, tells him to calm down. You know, obviously, you know the ones we've talked about, Pet Cemetery, and some of these. Those are more ones, straightforward. Those are more straightforward resurrection movies. But like, what are some of these kind of do those do those count? Like, uh, Michael Myers is sort of dispatched at the end of Halloween two, but then Halloween four. I don't know if he's died. And it's even at the end of Halloween four, yeah. he lays on the ground for an entire year and then just sits up. Yeah. That's what ha- That's so literally like, what happens. Right. In Halloween five, he lays on the ground for a year and then gets up after a year. Yeah. And he's fine. He really needed to sit down. He's like the owner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. An old man nurses him back to hell right. and he just kills him. Is that kind of the own effect? Was that the things you know? I get? 
kids these days. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So let me going going back to the movie we were talking about earlier. What did you like better that the old one did compared to the new the new Pet Cemetery? Well, for me, like I said, the the biggest thing probably is the look, the visual. Of it. The yeah. Look. All right. And I do like the way that they have. I like the ghost character. Uh, boy, Victor? I can't, yeah, is it Victor? Victor's better in the original. Yeah, one. I mean, the newer, yeah. newer one. He was. He's supposed to be creepier in the new one, and I get it. He, yeah, he is. I mean, he's, he scares the crap out of that little, out of the little gauge. Right, but I like in the original one that he's almost more, like he's a little playful. Yeah, in the original one. I mean, he's supposed to be an angel. Right. So I like that he's like playful. In the new one, it's just much more like dour. The whole thing right. is just much more like just grim. Yeah, and I. It's nice to have a little bit of lightness in a movie that's already got like some of the darkest subject matter right. that there is. So that, that's a huge thing for me. Uh, what about you, Chris? I think that. I mean, the, the visual is huge. Yeah. Um, honestly, the acting is probably better in the new one. Yes. I agree with that. You know, yes, I yeah. mean... Um, Jatay Lawrence is, is really good. I mean, movie. even, you know, as good as Fred... Was. He's great, but he is a John. You know, he's John a thing. is Lithgow is a much much more. Um, I don't want to say serious. What's the word? He's 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 it's his performance Morose. is much more real I mean, life. Yeah, he's, it's much more real life. You know? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, he knew he wasn't going to compete with doing the same thing. I but, heard an interview with him. Yeah, and he he was friends with Fred Gwynn. Right, and he said it would be a disservice to try and even pretend to, to do that to do that accent. Right, right. So he he said flat out, I will not do the. Sometimes that's better. Yeah. He says it the way he says it, and right. and it works though. Yeah, I like this really version does. of the character. That's true. Yeah, he he is probably a better version of the character. But yeah. I just love Fred Gwynn because he's because right. he is who he is. He's yeah. Fred. yeah. You know, uh, one of the, one of the biggest things for me was the Indian burial ground. Mm-hmm. In the new one, it it was you could tell it was done in a studio, and there's CG and everything, yeah. but. The original one, they actually built. Didn't it seem super in this weird? Old blueberry almost field. alien. It, it almost, almost yeah, there's it a almost weirdness like to it. Dreamlike alien it, kind it, of. It's almost like they go to another dimension or something. That's yeah. Right. That's you, what I was. And kinda, it feels like in the original one, they walk for so long to get there, and they ju- it, it's just got this very strange vibe in those scenes. Right. Like yeah. people don't go to this place, and you can just feel it. Like it's like right. they're on Mars or something. I mean, it's it looks very like strange. a legit Indian burial ground in the original one. Right, they, they did the rock piles, and yeah, it just had like you experience more of the journey to yeah. the pet cemetery in the original one. Nothing's as good as the book. If you guys read the book, right. the book is amazing. Yeah. It's been a long time. But I mean, yeah. I've read, I've read the book. I listened to an older audio book, and I listened to the one that was narrated by uh, was it uh, Michael C. Hall? Is that he did? Name? Yeah. yeah. He he did a few of them, right? He's, yeah, he's did he also do it, or he did another one like recently. That's uh, either, either way, he's great, and that's awesome. Yeah, I, I need to listen to that probably. Yeah. Yeah. it's been a long time since I read the book. Like I think I was in middle school. Well, Books didn't he do okay. or high school? Maybe I'm I'm brain dead right now with it. Um, the show that he did that was the um, Christopher Walken movie, uh, the Dead Zone. Yes, did they do a did- show of that? Yeah, yeah, he's. They did a show where he was Christopher Walken's character huh. in Dead Zone. It was is that actually the one, pretty good? Is that the one? Wait, I'm confusing Dead Zone with. No, is, he, is there the, another one where Christopher Walken can see the future? 
That's or is that the dead zone? That's dead what's zone. one where he's like the ice he is like gonna break. The, yeah, he sees like <laughs> is a, that what movie? Hey. Is that dead zone? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And he smashes a lamp or something. Well, it's yeah, he uh, can see like people's like what's gonna happen. Yeah, and that has that thing, you know, and he tries to stop. I've seen the movie, some of it, but then in the end, doesn't it become some like political thing? In it's been end, a long time since there's like I've an seen assassination actual, attempt or something. Yeah, I think, it, but it's been a long time since I've actually seen the actual movie. I watched it probably ten years ago, so I it's kind of vaguely in there, but right. I don't really remember much. But no, I think I think that was the book that okay. Michael. Uh, What's the other one? I'm thinking. Isn't there another Christopher Walken movie where he has some kind of weird power? Prophecy. What's prophecy? Prophecy is with the angels. Is Viggo Mortensen the devil in that movie? Uh, I don't is remember. Is that that movie? <laughs> but I remember Glenn Danzig is uh, one of the, like, side of, the other side of, of the course. factions of angels, and he dies, like, is. in the beginning. <laughs> he has a new movie out. Veronica. Really? I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it's unwatchable garbage, and I can't Probably. wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Danzig fan, so yeah. that'd be fun. I saw him snap somebody's wrist in a concert. Yes. I, I just like to look up That's clips of just like, go onto YouTube and look up like Danzig being an asshole. There's yeah. so many. <laughs> it's really good clips of. Danzig. Well, I think I've told this story before. We went to Danzig concert, um, and this was like Marilyn Manson was an opening act. Sometime for, in the '90s, this was. Sometime in the '90s, I mean, and there 90s. was some band. I think it was Caius. Oh, I know Caius. Yeah, yeah. They were complete and utter garbage. Oh, they didn't were. they become Queens of the Stone Age later? Isn't that the same band? I think they became Queens of the Stone Age. Well, anyway, they had like tech- technical difficulties. I'm looking them up. And they got all pissed off. I would too, man. Hey, I've been there. Stormed it sucks. Off. No, but they didn't even try to fix it. They just stormed off. And it's like, all right. Yeah. Well, you don't want to look lame and you're try You're an to- opening act, you pansy, for dancing, and you're going to storm off because you have a little technical problem. Come on. Well, anyway, Manson was okay, but dancing was, at the time was huge. And we were like right up front on the fence. Went with a bunch of people. We had a couple of girls with us. Well, there was a bunch of these guys and they were hammering in the mosh pit behind us, hammering the people up against the fence. Well, they took and kept nailing these two other girls that weren't with our group from behind. And I mean, literally knocked them out so they could get up front. Well, Glenn saw this. And, you know, everyone's like, yeah, you know, waving their hands up. Well, these guys get up there and these girls move because they were getting hurt. And they're like, these guys are like, you know, the, the, putting their hands up. Well, Glenn comes along and he's got those gloves on. <laughs> yeah, of course he does. And he, I mean, literally took his hand from the back of his head and swung and hit that guy. This is when Danzig was jacked. Yes. I mean. <laughs> and he wasn't wearing a shirt for he, sure. No, he was not. No. <laughs> had, the, had, the, the, yeah. had the big Sanhain, you know, yes. skull on his necklace. And he literally came from behind his head and full torso turn, arm come down. And literally, I saw the guy. He hit the guy like at the bottom part of his hand. Yeah. And I saw his wrist just go at a 90 degree angle below his wrist. That's no good. I think something happened. Yeah. <laughs> that guy needed to take a break. And he did, too. Those guys left immediately. Did Danzig say, take a break? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, 
Shit. He made a snap judgment. He made it look like a yeah. Kit Kat bar. <laughs> yes. Well, do we have anything else on any of that stuff? Or I think that's pretty good, right? I mean, that's yeah, definitely. I mean, keep those story ghost stories. Please coming. send us your ghost stories. Send us your spooky stuff. Thacker, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we go? No, I'm good. I just appreciate you guys having me on to, to chit chat about horror movies, and we're really happy you came. I'm happy yeah. it's October. I'm happy the weather's changing. And yes, right. right. I'm just, uh, I'm stoked, man. I love this month. I love this time of year. Yeah, yeah this is the time. Definitely. Yeah. Now, I, I will say, you know, we talked about Alton and stuff. There's a lot of stuff in Illinois that you can look up, all these haunted places. Oh, go to hauntedalton.com. Well, and then also uh, Troy Taylor is a really good author when it comes to, especially in Alton, and a lot of the stuff that also happens in Illinois because he's from Illinois. Um, he does a lot of, he's done a lot of St. Louis stuff. He does a podcast, right? He does a podcast called American Hauntings. Yeah. Um, if you want to know if you are an Exorcist fan, he has a series. I think it's like episode twenty nine. Where he fully covered the where original he fully story. Fully co- covers the original story that happened in also mostly in St. Louis, but I think Baltimore too. There was kind of a it, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back and forth the child was not from here. He was no, from Baltimore, yeah. I believe. But I mean, it is awesome. And then uh, Valeska House, you know, the sure. axe murders of Valeska. All kinds um, of stuff. All kinds of stuff. But he, that Alton, he covers a ton of those hauntings in Alton. So, yeah. then somebody Shout will look out. up. Yeah. It's amazing we were talking about the exorcist earlier. That was based on something that happened in St. Louis. Yeah, that's yes. what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, the hospital. Yeah. 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 Actually, the, the yeah, walls actually bled. There's a house, Supposedly. the yeah. house that uh, they lived at, which was a relative's house. I think it was a cousin or a sister. Sure. I can't remember right off the top of my head. It's still there. And I mean, they've, they they've did actually it on, had... They did it on Ghost Hunters or some, some they've show. They've done Ghost Hunters, I don't know Ghost Adventures. Yeah. I mean, they, there's been a ton of people there. They try to find a ghost using an Xbox Connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what they do on these shows. Yeah. Well, one thing I found out, like all, one of the reasons why there's so many different locations all, in Alton that's haunted, you know, the old prison, right? That the, the they, Civil War, prison. right? The old Civil War prison. Well, like I guess people that were constructing houses and buildings or whatever. Well, it was were made using, with limestone. Yes, they were using the limestone, and I guess the spirits are attracted. Well, they said, you know, that's the I've one thing before. they say that limestone holds energy. Right, mm-hmm. and there's you know, all sorts of limestone along the river. Well, and they use that. A lot of the houses, they use that. They ground that limestone up to make McPike, brick. McPike did. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, there's tons of places that yeah. have even you know a lot of the businesses downtown that weren't built at the time. Yep. You know, and something like when Ghost Adventures came to Alton and did that McPike Mansion night where they investigated. I think it was just recently that they found in the back of the of the McPike property they found a crypt that they Whoa. didn't know was there. Oh wow! Imagine that. Yeah. And that was just something new that they got to tell the guys when they came and did the investigation. Hey, so right. you have a crypt in the back? You know what's funny? It's like for a child, I think. That's uh, that reminds me that we were doing some work on the house and putting in some lights, some more lights in the basement because right. it's kind of dim down there. We were going through some stuff, and we opened it one of the side rooms. And I don't know what this room would have been used for, but it's like a, all brick wall and stuff in that right. room. And then, but there's part of it that is under where the porch is, and there is no. It's like earth floor. It's dirt floor, right? Like a crawl space type thing. Kind of, but it's like more open than that. Even 
Huh. Is and it like an old coal chute? I don't know, maybe, but it, it's like we're sure there's definitely bones in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not even going to check. We're just for sure that they're in there. Grab your shovels, everybody. <laughs> we're going to Mr. Kraft's house. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was trying to think of a pun, but I can't think of an archaeology, <laughs> a scary archaeology pun. Does anyone have one? Dig, dig it. <laughs> dig it. Yeah, dig. Um, pick the axe. I don't know. You're trying too hard. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I appreciate you coming. This was a great time. Yes, thanks this for was having me. I've been, really, looking, I've been looking so forward to this again, hanging out with you too. Yeah, man. Just talking about what we've been talking about. Mainly butts mm. and other things. I'm going to name this episode Mainly Butts. I know Mainly Butts. Maybe I won't. Horror Butt. Horror <laughs> Butts. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, we do have a Twitter. It's at GeekSinks on Twitter. We have a, if, if you want to send us those voicemails and yes. your stories, it's at NerdsGeekSinks uh, on Gmail. Yes. And uh, we have a Facebook group, which is getting a little bit more traction again. Yes. We have like a Facebook page, but there's also now a group. Yes. And people can post things. And if you want to see posts from good people like Juan, yes. uh, who posts in there all the time, uh, right? you can go join that group. It's a cool place to be. And just a heads up, when we do special things, we will give the group a heads up before we give yep. anybody else group on our gets social it first. media. Yep. Group gets it first. So invite when, if you're in it, invite your friends. And if you're not, find it and join it. Uh, no, tell those friends to go screw. Right, right. Get out of here. You know, they're no longer friends. That's right. I've been thinking about going down all and doing kind of a a day photo shoot of all the haunted locations that we've been talking about. Today. If you do that, I'll we'll post. I'll post them on the group. Please, yes, you, I we, am a member. Yes, you and really then, should. And please we'll, do that. And then we'll we have you come that. back and we'll discuss it. That would be so much fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you are welcome back anytime. Yeah. Well, I thank you very much, especially if you're bringing whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a good one. It was good. Yeah, it was good. By the way, the whiskey incredible. Yes, good stuff, especially with the pumpkins. Uh, the pumpkin butt slices. What are they called? Pumpkin. What are they supposed to be? Reese's. They're Reese's, Reese's pumpkins. pumpkins. I don't know. That kind of have their. Yeah. They look weird. Soon we'll get the okay. trees. Okay. Let's just you know call it what it is. It looks like a turn. It looks oh, like a small turn. They look like little poops. <laughs> <laughs> In the house on haunted hill. Speaking of which, has anyone started watching? No, don't talk about okay. it. Okay. No, we gotta go. All right. Goodbye, everyone. All right. Have a good one, guys. We love you. I love this song, too, right here. See you next time. This is a good song. (laughs)